The post-fight celebration is such an awesome moment. It's the culmination of months of preparation ending in a massive success that means more money, more fame, more prestige potentially. Any win at the highest level of MMA is not an easy task, and so there is so much being released in those precious few moments following a victory, which is why today we're going to be running through the absolute best of them. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, a huge thank you to the biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers, and these are the 10 most awesome post-fight celebrations in US. FC history. Number 10, Sean O'Malley's fadeaway. All right, he might be a bit of a goober. In fact, he's a lot of a goober. Jab, backhand, uppercut, knee, put the hat on his eyes, travel behind him. But Sean O'Malley being unapologetically Sean O'Malley is a huge part of what makes the guy so cool. He's just him. The hair, the weed, the completely unfiltered podcast, the refusal to accept any kind of loss, and his badass style of fighting in the cage. Everything about the guy is in service of his coolness, and so of course he would have an equally cool and signature post-fight celebration. Now, I would have thought hopping up on the cage after his Contender Series finish and telling Dana White welcome to the Sugar Show would end up being the celebration he was most known for, or the time he laid there declaring his love for Joe Rogan, but no, it's the fadeaway jumper. On three separate occasions now, starting with Thomas Almeida, and always after a badass KOTKO stop, Sugar Sean's done his best AI, mimed a killer crossover, and then went for the turnaround fadeaway jumper. If you ask me, basketball is inherently cooler than cage fighting, and so miming it after a win just fits Sean's whole persona. The awesome celebration choice is so much associated with the man that when you Google search him, the first image that comes up is Sean with his hand up like he just busted a three on somebody's head. If they were going to make a statue of the guy, it would probably be in this pose. Number 9. Tai Tuivasa's Shoeys There's celebrations that people remember, and then there's celebrations that are a large part of why you are a popular figure, and that is definitely the case for Tai Tuivasa. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to take anything away from him in the cage. He's without a doubt been one of the most exciting heavyweights to watch since he entered the promotion in 2017, and while his willingness to throw down and either get KO'd or land one himself has ingratiated him to the MMA fandom, his post-fight celebration of filling up somebody's shoe with beer and then chugging it has turned into a fan favorite. Who could forget when one of those Nelk boys offered up their shoe for the Aussie? I still don't know what a Nelk boy is, but drinking beer out of a big influencer's clothing item is bound to make a splash. Now, it should be noted that Ty didn't invent the shoey. In fact, drinking alcohol from footwear has apparently been a long tradition going back to the early 20th century and was most famously done on MASH in the 70s by Alan Alda. Who knew, right? But it's been a super popular thing in Australia. Get a full beer down your neck, but by drinking it in your shoe. And Ty has certainly brought the MMA masses to this strange phenomenon. I don't drink anyway, so doing it out of a nasty-ass shoe is not my cup of tea, but I do recognize that it's awesome, and I can see why people love this guy. Guessing is probably never gonna have to pay for a beer for the rest of his life. Number 8. Jorge Masvidal's Message to Ben Alright, I know that many of you are tired of Mr. Gamebred by this point, and to be fair, he's been hammered pretty thoroughly into your face since 2019, so I can certainly understand some of the fatigue that fans have, but truly there aren't many moments more perfect than his win over Funky Ben. Everything about it, their careers leading up to the fight, the sudden popularity of Masvidal, the trading of Askren to the UFC and his controversial first win, their fighting styles being so opposing, Ben's undefeated career record, and of course all the talk on both sides. The next one is this, uh, this idiot, I won't even mention his name on your show because I'm not gonna make him famous, he's a fucking idiot, you know? You grab a hold of them and they're just not strong at all. Well, I will do whatever I want to this person. I will dominate them. 
I'll humiliate them. That's how I felt about it. It was just a perfect build. You really couldn't sell it any better, and the outcome could not have been more spectacular. If you'd written it as a movie, the audience would say, I don't know, man, a flying knee landing in five seconds is a bit far-fetched. But it's what happened. It's what he did. Of course, we all know this. Then, after some super unnecessary shots following the KO, Masvidal got in his unconscious opponent's face, slapping the mat for emphasis on each word as he told him, talk that shit now. I think what's so crazy about that moment is just how calm Jorge is. Like, yeah, he's slapping the mat, but he's not, like, screaming it in his unconscious face. He gets back up afterwards. He seems calm and collected. He does the Askren impression by jumping down on the ground. It was just some cold-ass shit to say to somebody that's on another plane of existence, but you gotta admit it was just plain awesome. Number seven, Justin Gaethje's backflips. Every single time this dude does a backflip after a win, I have to admit, I turn into an old man and I tell whoever is around me, usually nobody, that youngster is gonna unnecessarily hurt himself one of these days with that wild victory celebration of his. But then after I've huffed and puffed for a few moments about safety, I go back to fully appreciating just how awesome those flips are. For one, the danger of it is so fitting for a man that is danger personified in the cage. This is someone who regularly puts himself out there and in terrible positions. He has absolutely no fear, so of course, his victory celebration would be something that could end his career. The guy is living on the edge at all times. And besides my over-analysis of the danger of it all, it just looks really cool. It's a great visual, and with all due respect to everyone else who incorporates the off-the-cage backflip, nobody does it quite like Justin, even when he screws it up, or it gets him suspended like it did in 2016. Now see, that is commitment. They told him not to do it, he did it anyway, what a legend. Number six, Amanda Nunez's double belt run. Alright, I love this moment. It's just as wholesome as it gets, or as wholesome as the celebration of a vicious knocking of another human being unconscious can be. We're kind of messed up as MMA fans, aren't we? Anyway, Chris Cyborg was the most dominant fighter in WMMA history by a huge margin, and while Amanda Nunez had conquered bantamweight, had beaten the sports queen in Ronda Rousey, had defended her title two times, defeating Cyborg was going to be an entirely different beast. Not to mention it would be bumping up to featherweight to do so. I must admit, I was under the assumption that Chris was never going to get beat in her entire career, even with as good as Nunez had looked. It just didn't seem like a real possibility. But then, after a crazy 51-second firefight, the lioness blasted Cyborg and put her down for the first and only time in her entire career. The shock of that moment was overwhelming. To me, seeing that happen was like seeing someone spontaneously combust in front of me. Oh and the intensity of it all would be followed up by a moment so iconic, it now dons a massive space in Dana White's office. After receiving her two belts, Nunez sprinted around the cage, holding them both in just pure joy before jumping into the arms of her coach in tears. Go back and watch it right now. Your heart has to be ice if you do not crack at least a smile while watching someone achieve all their hopes and dreams. Number five, Israel Adesanya's arrow shots. There's few things in MMA as scary as Alex Pereira pulling back on his figurative bow during his walkout and firing an arrow. Under other circumstances with other fighters, the move might not be considered that cool. Ah! but everything about Alex and his background makes it pretty awesome and intimidating, which set up one of the best post-fight celebrations ever, just not for poor Poetan. In the fourth of their combat sports encounters, Israel Adesanya, who had been bested the previous three times in their most recent history getting his middleweight title taken, was in desperate need of a win over this man to preserve his legacy in the sport. Everything was on the line, and that win he so badly needed would come in spectacular fashion via knockout in the second round, which was then followed by 
guy, Izzy shooting a series of his own fictional arrows right back at the Brazilian. To even have the presence of mind to think to do that in that moment, it's crazy, right? Instantly iconic. You could make a damn Renaissance painting of the whole scene. Just incredible. Not as iconic would be Adesanya going full doink and making Alex's kid cry bra after the fight, but the arrow part was still very cool. Number four, Demetrius Johnson's spinning kicks. Repeated imagery can be a very powerful thing, which is why way more fighters need a signature celebration. And for as much as there is to say about DJ's career and where it went and how it got there, you cannot in any way fault his awesome post-victory ritual, which is still one of the most memorable things about the longtime flyweight champion. I mean, other than being one of the best fighters in the history of fighting, of course. After one of his many impressive wins, Johnson will do a series of jumping spinning kicks, followed by a cool superhero power stance, shooting his arm up in the air as he screams to the MMA gods for the sacrifice he just gave them. It's fucking awesome. It's visually impressive, I could not do such a celebration, and it is just the perfect send-off to one of his many perfect performances. I love it. 10 out of 10, no notes at all. The guy just does everything the best, even celebrating. Number 3. Brock Lesnar's Declaration There are many iconic moments in the very brief MMA career of one broccoli Edward Lesnar. He rode Crazy Horse like an actual horse. He threatened Steve Mazzagatti's mustache. He breakdanced mid-fight against Cain Velasquez. But the most awesome moment, the coolest, is without a doubt his celebration after that legendary win over Frank Mir in their rematch. Having beaten a much smaller and much older Randy Couture, fans weren't 100% sold on the Beast Incarnate just yet, even though he was the heavyweight champion. Especially considering despite his best efforts in their first meeting, Mir came out of that fight with a victory. But a much improved Brock mauled Mir for the better part of two rounds before the fight was mercifully stopped. Lesnar had just secured his position as the sport's new top dog, and he declared it as he stomped around the cage and said, Who? Who is the fucking man? You are, Brock. You are. He then terrifyingly spit-screamed right into the camera, and then of course gave that legendary ass-horseshoe-pulling post-fight interview. Doesn't get much better than that. Number 2. Chuck Liddell's Pose You know the one I'm talking about, when he circles around the cage backwards with his arms out, usually screaming. It's just so cool, it's awesome, right? It's iconic, truly, especially considering his legendary status as a fighter. And while he would do the celebration pretty much any time he scored a victory before the final horn, as well as that hand gesture representing the pit, the best of these moments for me is when he defeated Randy Couture for the first time to become the light heavyweight champion. If you recall in their first encounter, he was surprisingly TKO'd by the natural, and then he went to Pride and had his ill-fated run in the Grand Prix, so getting back to his winning ways, getting a second chance at Randy and his first chance at undisputed gold, you can just tell after the first round KO finish that everything that preceded it is manifesting itself in that moment. He does the classic pose, and then afterwards he does the equally awesome air punching. It's in infectious to see somebody so jacked about something. He then jumped into the arms of coach John Hackleman. Just an incredible moment all around. Chuck has had plenty of memorable wins and celebrations, but for my money to take a phrase from John Anik, there are none better than on that night. Number 1. Jose Aldo's Crowd Jump The King of Rio is one of my favorite fighters of all time, probably the case for a lot of you, and if I had to pinpoint a single moment that I enjoyed the most about his career, it's not any fight or victory, it's the moment we're talking about in this entry, which of course follows 
followed a victory over divisional rival Chad Mendez to defend his featherweight strap in their first encounter. What's so cool about this moment is, well, a bunch of stuff. But the thing I always like to point out is that this was his first fight in Rio, his home, the place they literally call him the king of, since any of his real career success. His last fight in his hometown was five years previous, when he was just 10 bouts into his career and a nobody. Five years down the line, he was already bordering on legendary status and was an icon in Brazil, finally making his way home as this conquering champion. And so, after a dubious fence grab and then an awesome flying knee KO, the King of Rio hopped the cage and barreled into a sea of humanity, the crowd embracing him in a celebration that should only be reserved for if humanity fought off an extraterrestrial invasion. It is impossible to watch this moment and not get chills, or goosebumps, or whatever happens to your body when you see really cool shit. Some people cry, I found out recently. Neither here nor there, the point is that it was just an awesome moment all around, and truly the most iconic image of Aldo's career, the King of Rio celebrating with the people of Rio. You know who's the king of editing? The editor of this video, Luke Taylor. Be sure to follow him on all his socials and let him know that he dropped his crown. Give Ben Rosette his flowers too for the awesome music. Like and subscribe for more of this good stuff. Also, a big thank you to our channel champions. If you love our channel and want even more exclusive content or want to have a voice in the creation process for our videos, consider becoming a member by clicking the join button below the video. What's your favorite post-fight celebration? Let us know down in the comments. I love reading them. And thanks so much for watching, guys. Have a wonderful day.